Blog Talk Radio. Oh yeah, that that chart topping music that we hear every Tuesday at uh at one PM Eastern time lets us know it's time for drive through HR. So welcome everybody to, to this week's episode of Drive Through HR. Uh I'm your host, Robin Schooling. My co host Mike Vandervoort is uh out on the road this week, so it will uh just be me and our guest and I am Super, super, super excited to talk to this week's guest, um, and it's um, it's a little off the the beaten path to some degree from some of our normal HR topics, but um, I think it's going to come full circle when when we when we talk to him. So let's uh, let's welcome our guest. Uh, we have Nando Rodriguez. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm so excited. I am I am thrilled to get you on here and and talk to you and let our let our drive through HR listeners um hear your story and uh, hear what you're doing now cuz you you do some pretty fascinating things throughout throughout your life um so tell us tell our listeners this is where we we, we you know this is where we come back to being like HR right it's like a job interview here's your kickoff question <laughs> Uh, to you know, introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell us a little bit about what makes you tick. Yes. Yeah. So I am, I am Nanda Rodriguez. I'm a breakthrough coach here in New York City, and what I do essentially is my coaching is based on NLP, which is neuro linguistic programming, and essentially mm-hmm. what I do is I help clients create breakthroughs in areas where in areas of their life that they feel are stuck. They feel like they have blocks. They feel that there are obstacles or that there isn't enough movement happening. So that could be career, it could be finances, it could be relationships. Um it's uh-huh. really wherever things are just not flowing the way you intended them to flow. So we create we go in, we dig in and we create breakthroughs and we get you to that next level. And 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 you've landed at this part in your life at this kind of purpose because i think i think it's a purpose for you um in it here's where we bring the hr back into right because you you worked in our space back in the day <laughs> yeah for a very a long bit. time for, yep for a while yeah definitely so i got my how i got my start and and this is what a lot this is what i hear that resonates with a lot of people that are either in the recruiting space, HR space, um, even in the employer branding space, is that it was an accident how they ended up in the space. And Mm -hmm. it was not intentional. And that's exactly how mine fell into it. You know, I was working um, in a market research place way back in 2001. And Mm. um, the, the market research place lost its biggest client and in the process, we were hiring for this big client like over 300 interviewers. Uh, we were doing market research wow. surveys, so we needed people to do surveys over the phone. And I was in HR. Um, I, actually, I was I was one of the uh, the supervisors for 
the uh, the the marketing center place. And when we got told, oh, we're going to get this huge client, this huge survey, we need to hire over 300 more interviewers, they bumped me into HR just like the next day. <laughs> and I'm like, what? And then they said, we're going to partner you with this staffing firm. So you and the staffing firm are going to hire the 300 new people. And it's like, okay. And we were just like interviewing, churning, and hiring people left and right. And literally, like, as soon – and it took us about two weeks. So we worked pretty quick, right? And yeah. literally when we were slated to start, the client pulled out. And uh, the the company was anticipating all these people coming on board, all this money, as you know, and then they had to do layoffs. And I was part of the, the layoff group, right? Because I was a uh, new hire. They really screwed me over. I was a new hire because they just moved me to HR. So I had only been yep. in HR for two weeks. So bottom line. <laughs> and you, and you lived the entire to, HR life cycle in two weeks. <laughs> And so then I reached out to the staffing firm, and I was like, guys, I don't have a job. And they're like, you know what? We really loved working with you, and we loved your work ethic. How about you come and join the staffing uh, agency? And I was like, okay, I don't know what it is, but I'll do it. And that's how (laughs) I got into all of that in less than one month. Yeah. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And then fast forward, right, so I did recruiting here, recruiting there, and I, and I recruited in all sorts of areas. And then fast forward to two years ago, um, or actually four years, I got into employer branding, right? And that's yep. how I met all of you guys. That's how I met yep. you and the crew and everyone. And then two years ago, they walked me into the office, and they said, oh, we we are consolidating – departments and we no longer need you and I was like Ah. what and it was like history repeating itself right over and over again yep and but this time what was different this time was I was older I know I knew what was making me happy and especially what was making me unhappy and as a lot of us what we do when we're presented with the option to create a future is we fill it with our past. And so that's exactly what it looked like for me. I was like, okay, I'm out of a job. Let me fill it with the job I was currently doing. So that meant I was looking for other employer branding jobs. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I took a step back and my husband actually was the one that said to me, Pump the brakes a little bit. Pump the brakes because you weren't happy, and go and discover what would make you happy. Yeah. And where some people would be would embrace that, it actually put more pressure on me, and I slipped into a depression because hmm. it was like I'm over forty, I'm unemployed, and I don't know what that next thing is for me. I don't know. I yeah. honestly did not know what that next thing was, and so. It really brought me into a, a space of being hopeless, being very frightened of the world, being depressed, panic attacks, anxiety, all of that. And inside of all that, I, I started getting coaching. I, I did do that. I signed up for coaching, and I signed up to do these transformational workshops and, and, and so yeah. forth, right? And liter- not literally, but it was an eight-month journey. And at the end of that eight months, uh, my coach said to me, you know, you really got a, a, a grasp of this coaching thing. Not, not a lot of people can do that. Consider 
coaching, consider learning how to coach, consider getting certified, consider going through a program and, and, and coach. And I was like, I don't hmm. want to do that. And um, she she actually uh, had me go in and volunteer in a program where I could coach, wow. so get a taste yeah. of it. And then I was like, I was hooked. So then I went off and I got certified. So I'm a certified uh, life coach, hypnotherapist, EFT technician, um, time technique technician. Mm. So I can do all these really cool things with clients and everything. And that's, that's what brought me to your podcast today. Yeah, yeah. Do you do you think it's you know when I hear uh, I hear your journey through that, um, and I think sometimes people, when faced or when you know, as your husband said to you, well, think about what's going to make you happy. That almost puts more. We get so pressured with. Mm-hmm. I need to be happy. I mean, certainly everyone wants to be happy. I think most people want to be happy. But it's like if I have that opportunity to think through what's going to make me happy, that that puts a whole other <laughs> layer of pressure on there. What if I choose wrong? What if I think this is going to make me happy or fulfilled in my life or in my career or in my day-to-day, whatever it may be? That That's a whole lot of additional pressure perhaps for somebody that's already working things out you know I so man I, you know, exa- I, yeah and that's exactly where I was at and what I discovered was that there's actually tools and techniques and systems created to get you to happy hmm. and that's where a lot of us get stuck in see wherever we're at now we see happy as over there Wherever over there is, yeah, right. We're we're over here, but happy is over there. So how do you get from here to there? So that gap that's in between, that's the part that we don't know what how to how to cross it, yeah. right? Because there's not a bridge. Yeah. And so yeah. in learning techniques and learning foundations, for me to get from there to here, I had to then go. And, because that's what happened, basically. It was eight months later, and I didn't even realize it. So I'll tell you, it's a really cool story. There I am at Target, because everything cool always happens at Target. Right? <laughs> so there I am at Target, the shopping cart, and I'm in the vitamin aisle because I needed some B12. Um, and and I'm looking around, and I see, like, these vitamins that say, you know, take these to be calm, take this to relax, take this to chillax, take this to no longer bark at yeah. your husband, right? And I'm looking at all these vitamins, and I literally, like, start laughing so loud, literally LOL, that people start (laughs) leaving the aisle because they're like, oh, my God, like, he's lost it. And what I realized was when I got let go to that Target episode, I was no longer taking vitamins like that. I was no longer taking gummies to relax. I was no longer on Xanax. I was no longer taking anything, and I had not experienced panic attacks, anxiety attacks, and Mm. I was no longer depressed, but I didn't realize it. Just like I didn't realize it when I slipped into it, I didn't realize it when I slipped out, and it was just having this huge, like, self-awareness of, like, oh, wait, I don't have to reach for those anymore, and so what I did, and, and when I explained that to my coach, that's when my coach said, consider coaching, consider you becoming a coach, so yeah, when I got certified, 
What I did was what got me from A to Z. And I broke it down. And so that's what I coach. That's where I coach from. So my clients get how I went from A to Z, and I guarantee them Uh that if they get these 12 distinctions, these 12 disruptors, they will be able to create breakthroughs, continual breakthroughs in their life Hmm. because these disruptors that I discovered along my path will just clear the crud from your life, clear the obstacles, move the blocks, if you practice them, right? It's not a pill. You don't wake up and you're automatically, you know, transformed. You wake up and you feed the meter. Yep. So there's steps. Just like you don't wake up and the hair is done and the makeup is done, right? You have to wake up and apply, right, and practice and do all of that. So that's the great part of, like, where my coaching comes from is that I went through it. I went through the depression. I went through the muck. I went through the – I'm I'm nobody. Oh, my God, they let me go. That means I'm worthless, you know, through all the stories that we treat. And that's where I'm at now. So your question of is it more pressure, it is when you don't know what the steps are. And so that's where people like coaches or mentors or people that are already there in your eyes is to inquire and, and start thinking around those people to get a little bit of what mm-hmm. they've been doing because these are the folks mm-hmm. that already know how to do it. And if I looked in my circle, all my friends were in almost in the same boat, except they had their job. They're just, they were just miserable yeah. in them. Yeah. Right. So yeah. it's like, I didn't really know someone who was on the other side of it or like halfway through getting to the other side. And yeah. so it can be, it can be a daunting thing to say, well, what is my happiness? What is my purpose? You know, but that's why you have these great, you know, mentors, coaches, uh, people mm-hmm. that you can really tap into to help you and guide you. And I think the, you know, and I just look at myself and various uh, situations in my life where I found myself and so many things um, come out of our, our work life. Um, sometimes to the detriment of everything else. We let that overshadow sometimes, you know, personal relationships or health or whatever. You know, we just get so wrapped up in work. And and I think, uh, you know, because I've certainly had times in my life where I've been at in a job and I am just, I am so, I've been so miserable and mm-hmm. and so exhausted. And then it becomes... Uh, you know, I know I'm not happy, um, uh, and yes, I'm busy, but then there's also this sense of inertia that sets in where it's like, oh, I'm just too exhausted to even take the step to transform my my life, my job, my career, my whatever it flows off of that then. How do people... How how do people make that decision when somebody is so stuck in the quicksand? Um, mm-hmm. Is there a is there a catalyst? I mean, you know, in your situation, yeah, okay, I'm out of a job. But when somebody's just some aspect of their life is so disheartening um, or is so overwhelming, um, what triggers them to say, I, I I need a coach. I need to make this change. I need to transform. 
Um, so a lot of the times I would say that it's the pain because here's the deal, right? Think about it. Think about, like, an ache that you currently have on your body, you know, that you literally, like, if the doctor were to ask you what's wrong, you wouldn't even mention that one because you, you've you already had it for two years. It, it's just a part yeah, of who you yeah. are now, you know? Yeah. Oh, that back thing? Oh, I've had that for three years. Yeah, I don't really even consider that a thing, right? That's how we go uh-huh. about our lives, right? Oh, that job where I'm totally miserable and stressed out. Yeah, yeah but, you know, it's. You know, at least we got free taco Friday. You you see what I'm saying? It's like we as humans, we don't even realize that we're resigned because humans adjust. That's what we do. We evolve and we adjust. And I'm not saying that it's, it's the thing to do, but it's a coping mechanism. It's a survival mechanism that we adjust. Mm -hmm. Same thing in mm-hmm. why we stay in, in relationships that don't serve us, whether that's a friendship or a romantic relationship, a marriage, whatever it is. We just mm-hmm. adjust and we say, oh, that's just the way it is now. There's no movement yep. there. So your question is, what gets you out of that to really say, wait a minute? So I would say two things. One is really um, sometimes it's, it's the help of the universe. So in my case, you're absolutely right. Like I wasn't truly happy and I, and I wasn't, but I wasn't brave enough to actually mm-hmm. take the step. The universe had to step in and say, you know, they're going to let you go. So I'm out there mm-hmm. now, out on the limb. And <clears throat> really, you know, when my husband said, so one is like the universe just taking care of you, like push, now you're fired or, you know, you got yeah. laid off. Because let's think how it landed for me was being laid off. It's just a polite way of saying we're firing you, right? (laughs) Um, That's how it landed for me. It's like, hey, we're going to lay you off. And it's like, okay. You know, it doesn't change the shame factor for the person. It does, at least it did it for me, right? So the universe, one, will step in. And two, you actually have those people around you that you might look at as, as haters or as they don't really get me, but those are really people standing in your corner cheering you on saying, but it's time, look for a new job, or, you know, yeah. do, do do what it takes. And so in my case, it, was, it, it, he, it came in the form of my husband. So mm-hmm. I, the universe is going to take care of you, and it's up to you to see that as a sign that here's your clean break, here's your chance, you know, break free, the chains are gone, um, mm-hmm. or – people in your life will actually, you know, help guide you to something better. And a lot of the time, and option three, obviously, is it's gotten so painful that you just, like, you're looking, you're you're just, like, looking for the change. Right. Right. But but Um, what what I really would like people to know, go ahead, go ahead. No, go ahead. What I was going to say is what I really want people to know is it doesn't have to get to that point, though. Like, you could literally be so inside of loving your job, you love your relationship, you're making so much money, and you just want to take it to the next level. That's it. So to get a coach or a mentor or whatever, you don't have to hit freaking rock bottom like I did, you know? And, in fact, the clients I work with now aren't at rock bottom. They're literally, you know, very successful 
and they just want to get to the next level. And when, when I say yeah. to the next level, it doesn't necessarily mean more money or the next title. They're, they're inside of, wait, I'm over here. Happiness is over there. So I work with people that are successful, just not fulfilled. Right. That's a, and that's, a, that's, a, that's an important distinction. Um, and and um, that's, there's an acknowledgement in that distinction that um, there's nothing wrong with feeling fully fulfilled. You know, why, why shouldn't we as human beings have the ability to be, to be rocking and rolling on all cylinders? Um, and, right. and on the surface we may look successful or we have a good, you know, good job, good marriage, whatever, um, but there's some element that we want to improve upon. Um, and that's a, that's a great outlook to have where people can say, you know, I, I, I still have things to, to bring it up a notch a little bit. Definitely. Sure. And fulfillment looks different for different people. So fulfillment for one person might just be, you know, learning how to do Reiki. And for another person, yeah. it'll be opening up a Reiki center. You see what I'm saying? So it's whatever uh-huh. fulfillment is for you, whatever your dream is, to open up your own taco truck, whatever it is. Like, let's get you there yeah. because you've got this one life. Like, when you hit my age, you really get it that you only have this one life. Why not, like, have fun with it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, let me just do a real quick reset. We are down to, believe it or not, we only have about eight minutes left, for heaven's sakes. Um, but uh, you're listening to Drive Through HR. Our guest is uh, Nando Rodriguez, who is a breakthrough coach, and we're talking about people transforming their lives. Um, want to give a shout-out to our sponsor, Q, Inc. So, um, yay, Q. They, they help us transform every week. But uh, good stuff. Good stuff we're talking about. Um, do, you, do you find that by the time folks come to work with you, are they – they're probably coming willingly. They've self-identified a need for themselves. Or, or do you encounter – resistance um, from people wanting to learn things about themselves or make changes. Yeah. So I get them all, I get them in all different phases, but whether I decide to work with them, this is the beautiful part, right? I get to choose who I work with. Right. So Mm, I mm -hmm. actually have turned down a couple of people that want that say they want coaching, but they're just not ready for it. And how I know yeah. that they're not ready is, like you said, it's, they're so resistant. They see it as something's wrong, something's broken, and, and then they, they show up with um, uh, not just resistance, but like this sense of, you know, well, fine, just fix me. And that's not what coaching hmm. is about at all. Coaching is this journey where you get to discover things newly about yourself, for yourself, and you really get to elevate. So imagine it's like going on this cool Easter egg hunt where around the corner there might be an Easter egg, and that Easter egg is what's been keeping you from, you know, having high self-esteem all these years. And then you go around the other little corner around the house, and that Easter egg is like why you can't keep a job for more than two years. 
right? So it's like that's what the coaching uh-huh. journey is like, you know? And I get people that come in and will want to, like, just smash the eggs and just tell me where they're at so I can just grab them, right? And that's just not the way it works, <laughs> you know? And so I'll have to let them go. I'm like, you know what, this, this is not working out. When you're ready, contact me. I'll be here. So certain people, not everyone who comes to me gets on the roster. Okay. But the ones that are fun are the ones that are just like, you know what, I am so ready to get to that next level, and I know that you're my coach. I've been following you on Instagram, and I've been watching your YouTube videos, and I'm part of your tribe, and I'm ready. And I'm like, all right, let's do this, you know? And they're excited, and they come with their Easter basket, and they're wearing bunny ears, and, and they're ready to go, <laughs> you know? Yep, it's, yep. It's, it's a yep. great metaphor. It's a great metaphor, and I just came up with it, but it's true. It's like finding little Easter <laughs> eggs all over. Uh-huh. Tell, you know, you, you mentioned this. So tell us, uh, tell our audience a little bit about this because, um, uh, you know, you have a very um, well-known and visible presence across a lot of channels, which has allowed you to, um, like you said, you get you get clients through that way. But but you know, you're you're out on Instagram, you're YouTube. Um, we have to talk about Leona. You know, what are what are the <laughs> yeah. how has that all played a role into into your transformation and and the things you've done. Yeah, so I would say, believe it or not, when I first became a coach, when I first got certified and started taking clients, um, I kept it very hush-hush. I kept it very under wraps because I I still had this thing of, like, what are people going to say? People are going to be like, mm-hmm. wait a minute. He, he went from HR to recruiting to employer branding. That makes sense. Like, those <laughs> dots connect to now coach. And in my mind, I had created a story that people would think, like, oh, he wasn't able to cut it, right? Because think about it. A lot of the people in HR and in our field stay there for a very long time. Yeah. And it's very rare that people break out of it unless something huge happens. And there's nothing wrong with staying inside any career if you're passionate about it. And you're really, you know, like it drives you wake up in the morning and you're like, yay, can't wait to get to work, right? And so um, uh, I kept it under wraps for a very long time. So it's only been like the last year that I basically exploded onto all the social channels and really mm-hmm. have just come to my own saying, this is what I do. This is what I do. Mm-hmm. I'm a coach, da 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 And so I feel like, this is the beautiful part about my coaching strategy is that I coach for my own breakdowns and breakthroughs. So mm. if you look at my social media from two years ago, two and a half years ago, three years ago, it was all about like literally me and my life, mm-hmm. right? Like, oh, I'm taking a trip. Oh, I'm eating fancy macaroni, right? And and there's nothing wrong with that, but it, it just wasn't serving any type of purpose. And now my content is all about helping people, you know, see things differently. It's about telling people that I had a horrible day today, but I got through it. So guess what? You'll get through yours. And so it's cracking open that can of vulnerability. It's being super authentic. And that's what's attracting the client. That's what's attracting my tribe. And it's, it's a beautiful thing, you know. But if you go back to a video of even last year, 
you will see that it's so rehearsed. Hmm. It's so like, you know, memorized because that's how I used to do them. Mm -hmm. I had to memorize them Mm because I had a way in my mind, it had to show up like this, you know? And Mm -hmm. now what you see is complete a hundred percent, just me just going at it because there, you know, once you've been doing something for a while and you, and, and you have success and you have results to show for, like there, it, you don't have to rehearse necessarily. It's just, it's just coming, it's just coming to you, you know. So my social media, now, right. I would say, is at its peak. It's most authentic and it's most sincere. Mm. And 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 that comes through. Um, I think I, I think you're exactly right. I, I think that that um, that realness. Um, is palpable coming through the through the through the things that you do online and when you talk to people and speaking of, speaking of that because we are getting ready to wrap up um i want to give you the opportunity to tell our audience where they can find you online what what various sites uh give them your instagram account website all that sort of stuff yeah so everything you guys can find me anywhere and everywhere under Nandoism. Okay, so Nandoism.com is the website and, it, and it's the hub of where all the content lives. But Instagram really does have its, uh, a life of its own. So you can follow me on Instagram at Nandoism. Find me on YouTube, Twitter, all the all the great platforms. I'm I'm there. Yep. Um, easily branded, easily found. Easily found. Well, Nando, thank you so, so much for joining us on Drive Through HR. This was a fast and furious conversation, and uh, we are out in about five seconds. So goodbye and thank you. Thank you. Thanks, guys, for listening. Have a good one. Bye.